What the Crew is back with a new episode. In this podcast, we chat about running, general fitness, and health with friends and knowledgeable experts. My name is Kevin, and I'm here with my co-host, Wiebke. Mariska Korsen from Met Maris is on our show today. She's a pre- and postnatal fitness instructor, a Power Mama coach, and a teacher at Core Academy, as well as a gymnastic and CrossFit coach. Mariska gave us her advice for pregnant women and young mothers on how to stay active. We learned about the changes in the female body, how to prepare for birth and rehabilitate after. We do want to highlight that everyone is different and that it's always good to see a specialist for personalized answers. But you will find this episode to be a good introduction to pre- and postnatal training. Let's dive right in. Welcome back. We have another episode, this time with our friend and coach Mariska from uh, also CrossFit uh, Fitness, um, but not only CrossFit, uh, but other things. Uh, but let me not take away your introduction part, Mariska. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more. Who are you? Where are you from? What are you doing? And why are you here? Hi, now I am Mariska. I am from Houten and I work for, uh, for Unscared Fitness in Utrecht. And that's why I, uh, how I know you. And I also um, oh, well, have a passion <laughs> for pre and post uh, natal coaching. And this is since I became a mother myself. And I noticed that, well, when you work out regularly, there are some changes in the body that affect your workouts. And I was curious about how it affects my body and how it could continue training in a safe way. Um, and this is how I became a pre and postnatal coach. So it was triggered by the fact that you uh, got pregnant yourself? Yes. Yeah. That you uh, then want to continue being active. Yeah. And then thought like, hmm, yeah, well, what, what should I do? The funniest part is that I have a history in sports as an instructor. So I did gymnastics. I, I teach gymnastics. Um, I worked for a global gym. I did boot camp trainings, uh, body pump, pilates. Well, everything. I, oh my, no, not everything <laughs> because I suck at Zumba. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Zumba for me, uh, but I, uh, strength and the conditioning part, it's yeah. what I liked. And, um, um, from one of my, um, uh, courses, I knew, uh, some, uh, a woman, she's called Josine Grafa and she, well, actually the day I found out I was pregnant for my first kid, she texted me via Facebook messenger, like, Uh, I started a, a course for mm -hmm. women who are doing CrossFit and they are pregnant mm -hmm. and what they could adjust. And I'm like, I just recently found out I am pregnant. I'm a CrossFitter. This yeah. is such Let's a coincidence. <laughs> okay. This is what I need also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at first I didn't, I no, I, I didn't thought this is what I need. I thought, oh, fun, fun for her. I am mm -hmm. pregnant. This is a coincidence. Mm -hmm. And after a few weeks, then when my body was um, changing, then I noticed I need this. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it was really easy to, to reach out to her. Yeah. 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 Because, um, well, I have never been pregnant. Uh, Kevin, of course, also doesn't have a chance, <laughs> um, but I do have a, a few friends that uh, are pregnant that I uh, talked a little bit about, but also did my own research to prepare for this um, episode um, to look into what activity exercising can you do? What is advisable um, when you are pregnant or like, uh, if, yeah, yeah, freshly pregnant. And um, I found it very difficult to find um, researches online. And, uh, so I thought after a while, let's go to the IEVM, which is the Dutch, um, official government, uh, site. And there was, uh, an entire like leaflet booklet about pregnancy. However, the section about, um, exercising, moving and pregnancy was like four lines long saying drink enough, 
try to have not a hard, high heart rate, do what feels good, don't do any contact sports. So they specifically were saying no hockey, which is, I think, also funny in the Netherlands. It's a, it's a big sports here. Yep. Uh, no volleyball and no football. Um, and yeah, swimming and cycling and walking uh, is uh, advisable, they said. Mm-hmm. But since this was only four lines, I went a little bit deeper, deeper in the internet. Still, it was very scare finding researchers, which um, we discussed in our pre-talk um, to this podcast that, of course, it's scared uh, the, the resources since you are pregnant. And like any pregnant woman, would the, the first thought is like, what is the best thing I can do for my child? So doing a research where half of the group exercises, half of the group doesn't exercise and then possibly harm your, like you don't want to be that mother mm-hmm. of possibly harming you. So it's understandable. Yeah. yeah. It really, it is, it's, you you find a lot of controversial things and I, well, um, the first thought we had about being pregnant is, and maybe if you're pregnant now, you're, your your mother or your mother-in-law says to you, oh, sit on the couch. Don't be so busy. Don't yeah. do any sports. Um, well, we we did found out that the activity advice that is advice for everybody, pregnant or not pregnant, women, men, old, young, doesn't matter, is 150 minutes a week. Okay. Yeah, to moderate activity. Okay. Which also is an advice for you if you are pregnant. And what kind of activity you do as a moderate activity, that's something we can discuss and what kind of activity might harm you and might harm your baby well that's that's really hard to investigate a little bit more because i don't think any women would volunteer no in an, in exactly any um yeah, yeah any yeah. study to to find Research, out if it possibly harms yeah. your kid or not nobody wants yeah. to do that but i even okay if nobody wants to participate so it's like it then also understandable that the advice is so different because i did find in some studies that say like um if you are not exercising, you are uh, you are anyway gaining weight because of pregnancy more quickly than you do mm-hmm. if if you would not be uh, uh, pregnant. So that uh, the um, the the weight that is on your joints, like the how do you say the tension on your joints, is way higher, and that uh, with more weight gain, like um, there is a chance that your kids can get diabetes. Like there were really scary stories mm-hmm. where I found, but on the other side, I also uh, was reading that um, access or like moving also promotes um, a better um, oxygen um, transportation for your body. So also to your fight, uh, feeders. But then on the other side, people were saying like, yeah, but if you go too hard, you take the oxygen away from your feeders. So like you can, and yeah, yeah. I found there it are a lot of controversial, very, yeah. very controversial. So then yeah. especially being in this, um, situation where you just want to do the right thing. Yeah. Well, it's hard to find the right thing. But is there a right is thing? There, That's is the there question. A right, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite easy to do the right thing, actually, because I hear you talking about weight gain. It's not healthy to gain too much weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have a, a normal BMI, yeah, let's talk about it. Is. Um, so, of course, when you keep moving during your pregnancy, the amount of weight you gain uh, might be. Uh, well, and now I have to be very careful for what I say because you need to gain weight during your pregnancy because yeah. your baby's growing there, your yeah. placenta, your, yeah. you have more blood in your body. You need more you energy. Need, you, need, you, mm-hmm. need, you need to weight gain. And for some women, that's it, it can be between three or 25 kilograms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you you gain weight, but also gain fat, let's say yeah. it like this, that's not so healthy for yeah. you. Yeah. So then, and, and exercising might help you 
to gain a healthy amount of weight when you're pregnant. Yeah, because also studies <laughs> did show that women who um, um, do regularly activity, like the 150 minutes they advise mm-hmm. or a little more a week, mm-hmm. and they keep this about a, well, we have this read of preserved exer- exertion. Mm-hmm. It's actually a scale from one to 10 where... Um, uh, you, you put one when you're just laying on the couch eating this bar of Tony Chocolonely, <laughs> watching Netflix, and a ten is going all out, and it's it's really an all out sprint. You can you can maybe hold this pace for like thirty seconds. Mm. The maximum you should go on this scale is about seven or eight in your interval trainings, and then if you're pregnant, if you're yeah. pregnant, yes. So um, easy saying, you should be still you still you should still be able to talk when you work out in sentences. Yeah. Not, <laughs> yes. No, no, yeah. you should be able. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. What are you going yeah. to do? You could could answer that. Um, if you 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 hit these targets, mm-hmm. like the 150 minutes, moderate activity, you you sometimes you do some high intensity interval mm-hmm. training, you do some strength training. Uh, these women actually have healthier babies after giving birth. Okay. The babies have less body fat. Yeah. Um they are and well, they are healthier. And also these women, um, they have a well, I wouldn't say easier, but their birth has um, on on average. On um, average, they have better birth exper- uh, experiences, uh, less birth traumas, for yeah. example. So, yeah. well, it's it's the same as you train for a marathon. Yeah, if you train for a marathon and you do it wisely, then you probably have a really nice out output, and yeah. your recovery takes uh, less time yeah. than yeah. when you start doing your marathon without any training, any preparations. Any preparations. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a good comparison of, of a marathon and a pregnancy because it is like a, a long <laughs> It is a marathon. It is. Yeah. yeah. And it's not only the nine months that you think, but it's like all these months after also that, um, but let's not go too much into that because um, maybe uh, first start with what is it actually? What happens when you're pregnant in a female body? Oh, it's body? a good start. Let's do it chronologically. Um, well, what happens in your body? Well, of course, the baby is growing your body. And we know a woman is 40 weeks, around 40 weeks pregnant, mm-hmm. nine months. Um, and in those weeks, we talk about trimesters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first 12 weeks is a trimester. The baby is really going from this small cell. Um, and then it's, it's yeah, we call it a fetus mm-hmm. and it's growing a little bit more. And after 12 weeks and in those first 12 weeks, a lot is happening in the female body be- due to the growing baby. So she starts experience um, maybe growing, uh, her, her breasts are feeling more tense and they are growing a little bit more. Um, you don't see it from the outside, sometimes on the belly yet in those first 12 weeks. You can be really flat because the uh, uterus is uh, hidden behind the pubic bone mm-hmm. for someone, for some women, not, but on average. And, um, but the things women notice themselves is that, for example, they have less um, yeah, breathing. oxygen. The breathing yeah. is getting harder. So when they walk up the stairs, like really uh, out of breath. Out of breath, yeah. yeah. Um, that can the, be quite frustrating if you don't really see yet that mm-hmm. that there is any uh, belly. Yeah, and, and you <laughs> could be scared about it too because yeah. if, I work a lot with mothers who already work out. Yeah, and they um, well, they're used of running up, up the stairs, and yeah. then they 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 just walk up the stairs and they feel exhausted. Yeah, and like what is happening to my body? Am I harming my baby? You know, it's actually it's quite normal. Just it 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 might get better. In the yeah. second trimester, and it will get worse, but probably in the third trimester, <laughs> uh, your blood flow is different. Uh, it's going is it, you get one and a half liter of extra blood, something you oh, don't wow. see from the outside, but it it will it 
it affects your yeah. heart rate, for example, and the blood pressure. So um, you have a higher heart rate because there's more blood to pump? Yeah, there's more blood to pump. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, you get this higher heart rate quicker when you do, yeah, because when you move. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, then your baseline is already higher if you have to pump more blood. And then if you like exercise, then yeah. you're... Okay. Yeah, this is why your midwife checks your blood pressure, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so your lung capacity, capacity changes already in the beginning. Your blood flow changes your heart rate, but also your body temperature. Um, it's because of this, um, your baby is in your body. Um, when you work at, for example, at first your the oxygen in your blood goes to your brain and then yeah. to your muscles and then to your skin, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why you... Um, uh, start to sweat, for example, when you get too hot. Um, now the baby's in in between that. So yeah. it goes to your brain, it goes to your baby in a, via the placenta, and then your muscles are there to get the oxygen from your blood. And then it comes through your skin. So at first it's it's harder to keep your body on a temperature. Maybe you're, you're, you're getting cold faster or you're mm-hmm. getting warm. Um, you have these sweaty moments maybe. And um, when you work out, because you might feel uh, more tired more, more yeah. quick than you used to. For example, if you could do 20 squats in a nice, heavy, steady pace. Yeah. And now after 12, you're like, oh, my legs are, are blown. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, mm. the, that's the things you noticed in the, can notice in the first 12 weeks. And also a lot of women experience the nausea. They're tired, for example. These are the really common things. Yeah. But the things I just mentioned are the things they talk yeah. about that often yeah they're here talk about with your midwife don't be afraid of it yeah yeah, yeah i guess it could be quite a surprise if you have no idea that this is a normal thing that it's yeah. happening and then you, you get scared like you mentioned yeah, yeah. It's, it's not only the, the puking there's so much yeah. more going on in your body yeah exactly like it's not like, what you say not only the puking that like, that's something like it's a little bit uh, known that uh, yeah. you like uh, um can feel nauseous like it's known that of course logically your uh your physician like your body is changing like that your tummy is growing but i just before this podcast was reading a little bit up on my old notes and worse than seeing that the uh, uh, diagram like that your diaphragm. chest is a uh, diaphragm is yeah. uh, is growing and then um that your lungs are also after a while yeah, pushed up. these are all things that you don't think about but like yeah. when i read it and then also the explanation because logically your kid is pushing it up i was like Oh, true. Yeah, let's you talk about this about because we have the second and the third trimester yeah. left. It was only the first trimester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the second trimester, regularly women feel better. The nausea goes away and then you, your belly starts showing and you have more you have more confidence because, well, after 12 weeks, the, the risk of having a miscarriage is, is, rel- is, is really decreasing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also in these 12 to 28 weeks of pregnancy, women feel very, most of the time, fit because the belly is not that big. Uh, they can show their pregnancy. They're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not for every woman. I, I talk it about regularly. Um, and this is the moment when you do exercise, it's time to, um, to blow <laughs> or no, <laughs> not to blow, but to, to grow and to just enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a time to set PRs. What I will mm-hmm. talk about is later. Yeah. And then you have the third trimester, which is after 28 weeks until you give birth, which your belly is really growing. Your baby is going bigger. And then you have this diaphragm muscle, which is, uh, and then, uh, well, it attaches underneath the ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it helps you uh, breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, this muscle is being stretched and pushed up a little bit your lung capacity is decreasing because there is a little bit less 
space to move around. Um, and then you can experience a shortness of breath again, which you had in the beginning of your work. Uh, pregnancy and also you you gained a lot of weight you have mm-hmm. this belly in front of your um spot yeah in front yeah. of you so your um your point of gravity is is changed um yeah and people are asking you every day when does the baby come which is also <laughs> no, no. but this is about tri- third trimester and it's time for your furlough and something and actually we have a fourth trimester too which is after you give birth the first eight weeks because that it's not that you gave birth to and your baby like, and then your body yeah. bounces Done. back to what, <laughs> yeah. what happens. Actually, yeah, you have a, a period left afterwards to um, to recover yeah, yeah, and take rest and to get used to your new life as a newborn mom. Yeah, because the fourth, fourth trimester I never heard before, but yes, it's again logical yeah. because uh, there are just certain changes that have to then go back and that your body has to go through. And I think you talked already about many aspects that are just not known if you never had a kid mm-hmm. um, or if you may be pregnant the first time like changes that all very reasonable all very logical but you don't take into consideration and maybe you might get frustrated if you don't know about that this is completely normal and logical that it happens yeah, um, yeah. and I think in in and we are very I, I could say easy on 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 pregnancy and mm-hmm. postpartum recovery because well you're just pregnant Yeah. And everything is a part of being pregnant. Every pain you have, any sneeze with, while you're peeing your pens and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And well, in Holland, there's still this way of, well, if you, if you need to give birth, you just do it the natural way. Any, uh, well, um, epidurals, for example, are, Mm -hmm. you just have to do it. You're a strong woman. You're capable of, of birthing a baby. And you're, after six weeks, you should jump on your bike and bring your get to daycare and get back to work eh? or just jump in your old sports. And well, there are, uh, especially Scandinavian countries who are, have a different thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are shifting eh? our view on this whole pregnancy and postpartum thing is changing during the, during, during the time, luckily, mm-hmm. because there's more to this. And for example, if you, uh, if you have a really big knee, uh, injury, uh, if you, you kruisbanden? Yeah. For um, oh, actually, I don't know uh, what this is in English, but like, um, I would have to uh, look it up on my phone, but it's like this cross muscle, right? Yeah, no? you could, could look the ligament? Muscle. ligament? No, it's, no. it's, no. A, I think, yeah. yeah, well, if, well, no, it's, a, it's a knee. If you have a really big, if, for example, it's if football players got it often, yeah. eh? if, and runners maybe too. Um, but if you, if you tear those, uh, knee ligaments you have these sometimes you get uh, you, you have an operation and you've got a really long uh, physio path yeah. for your recovery yeah um, giving birth is also a big injury <laughs> yeah no, c-section or vaginal delivery it's it's really big trauma on the body and of course it heals itself and it's really capable of healing itself um, but we need some extra care and yeah. attention and love as newborn mothers yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, it takes time. And uh, what you were talking about, um, the um, how long the government or like the society around you gives you, like it's very interesting in Germany, for example, they give you a year mm-hmm. for women or you can even up to do it for two years, uh, stay at home with your kid, which is like so different to in the Netherlands. What is it? 
<laughs> you have 16 weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that is like, and, and, and you have to stop working actually four weeks before your due dates. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also start six weeks. And if you have any issues or, or of course, of course you earlier. can start, you can stop working uh, earlier before your due dates. And then, well, depending on the four or five or six weeks before you give birth, you have another 12 or 10 weeks after you give birth. So normally, mm-hmm. usually women start working 10 to 12 weeks after birth. Yeah. Um, and so then your kid is also 10 to 12 weeks old. Yeah, at three which months is old. Then it might go to, well, if you, if you choose to do it. Uh, yeah, also women yeah. Uh, choose to do um, uh, f- uh, vacation dagen. Yeah, uh, so vacations uh, or stay yeah. at home yeah. for longer. Or unpaid leave. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, but recently we've got a really, it's uh, a big change. June 2020 yeah. or July 2020 uh, is when, the men yes. also got a longer furlough, which is really good. So they went to two days to, uh, or then to five days. And now they have five days and also an optional option for five weeks on the 70% payroll. Mm. Exactly. That's what That's I great. wanted to say that we can see it already a shift because especially with the men, yeah. because men are also playing a big part. Like it's, yeah. it's a, p- a team effort uh, to, uh, to raise the child. And yeah, I think every yeah, mother I'm talking you also about. Wanna, you also want to be there as a father when your, your kid is born. You want to, not go back to work uh, after four days. It's it's nothing. So. Well, in the beginning it was two days. Yes, yeah. it's even that's, worse. That's, so that's yeah, it's, uh, I think it's very great too. Yeah. yeah. So we're 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 taking steps. Here yeah. Progress. In the yeah. Progress. Yeah. yeah. But uh, going back to uh, so we now uh, talked a little bit about all the changes uh, that yeah. are happening in your body. Um, our podcast is of course mainly listened uh, by active uh, people, um, mm-hmm. active women, and part of them having already kids or maybe plan to have them uh, in the future. So what effects do these changes and have then on, on training or maybe even specifically uh, on running? Yeah, but well, training in general. Is training awesome. in general or running, um, let's just call it training. Yeah. yeah. And consider training also as running. Um, so I told you about lung capacity. So yeah. you feel out of breath uh, sh- uh, sooner than you were used to. Um, also your body temperature as what I mentioned also again. So you might feel warmer uh, quicker than you were used to. Um, through two hormones and especially relaxing, you have weaker joints. Relaxing is relaxing okay. your uh, connective tissue. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and that's really nice because you have to give birth and your baby uh, leaves your body through your pelvic floor. Yeah. So it's really nice that those pelvic uh, area is a little bit more stretched and mm-hmm. relaxed. Um but it's not only on that place that we have these hormones. It's also in your in your ankles, in your knees, in your jo- in your wrists. Oh, that's something Sorry. also I didn't it's know. It's just going through the whole body. Which then uh, refers to like in the very beginning, I said like you're gaining weight relatively quickly. Um, so where the stress on your joints is already higher. And then on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like there, one has to be a little bit more careful, actually. You have to be a little bit more careful. Um, so uh, this is why I advise people when they are pregnant or actually women when they're pregnant um, to, to avoid these really high impact movements because mm-hmm. of the weaker joints. Yeah. yeah. High impact uh, movements uh, you refer to as? A running. running. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> a jumping. Yeah. 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 And also if you are a crossfitter or a weightlifter, um, the Olympic movements. So when you mm. do a snatch, for example, where you bring your a barbell with heavy weights from the ground to overhead in a really fast and explosive mo- movement where you need to have a lot of tension on the muscles to 
to guide a bar in a nice vertical bar pad. It's 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 easier to do this. Uh, clean and jerk, same. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you bring the bar overhead um, at a running. Well, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, box jumps, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my first thought. Yeah. Box jump over. Yeah, yeah box jumps. If you, um, because of, well, the, the high impact on the joints, mm-hmm. but also you're, you're getting a little bit more clumsy mm-hmm. when you're pregnant because yeah. you're not really losing your strength, but the, 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 Center, the, 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 oh. the time your muscles oh. fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's getting, it's, it's slowing down. All right. So yeah. it's, it's, it's more, it's harder to take the weights off the floor for you. It's not, yeah. and that's not because you're losing your strength because it's just that the muscles are, are actually slower let's say it like this yeah. so you get a little bit more clumsy so for example if you do a box jump you have a box and you jump from the floor with two feet on the box uh you 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 want to jump but you you might be slower you might um uh have a well you have a higher risk of stripping yeah. over the box yeah and that's the, the risk of falling and then there's a risk of hit, having a trauma on the baby yeah and this is why the REVM says do no contact sports yeah so um <laughs> And then in football or boxing, for example, um, there's a high risk. Yeah, and this risk is actually there. When the I told you at the first around first twelve weeks, when the baby is in the uterus Mm -hmm. behind the pubic bone, these high risk sports, contact sports, are not that big of a risk because the baby is safe and and, protected. Protected. But when once you start really showing, or your midwife feels their uterus is above this pubic bone, these sports are well. I'm sorry. I should avoid them. Yeah. I should advise you to avoid them. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's your choice. And yeah. same is for horse riding. Yeah. 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 Because. <laughs> yeah. You told me about this. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this just before the podcast. I have a guilty pleasure of um, watching and listening to the audiobooks of uh, Bridgerton. And in one of the episodes, uh, the girl is pregnant and she is horse riding. And in that, um, it's of course like a 19th century um yeah, serious, like playing in the 19th century. And there the, the man or the male character was saying like, how can she uh, go horse riding mm-hmm. if she is pregnant? And I was laughing a little bit about it. Like, he, 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 that's what I thought. But actually, I don't know. So horse riding, is it advisable or not? I would not say it's advisable because there's a risk, there's of, a falling. risk of falling. You're working with an animal. And in my opinion, animals are always in- unpredictable. But mm-hmm. I am not a horse riding fan. Mm-hmm. Um and horse riding is really taxing on your pelvic floor muscles. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Same as for running. <laughs> yeah, same as for running. Um, and well, it's good to have a strong pelvic floor, but during the, if you're going to the end of your pregnancy, it's really important to not only contract your pelvic floor muscle, but to relax them too, because yeah. your baby needs to enter the body via this through mm-hmm. this muscle actually yeah yeah true because the pelvic floor muscle has three openings in the female body which is your vagina mm-hmm. in the middle mm-hmm. in the front is your uh, uh yeah. urine uh yeah, yeah. Urine and in the back it's your anus so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and for men it's only two spots because they don't have a vagina yeah um but yeah this muscle ha- needs to if it's really healthy the muscle can contract and relax both yeah and it knows how to lengthen and it knows how to contract and um, if you are horse riding, it's most of the time it's really strong, so yeah. it can contract very, very easily. good easily. But the relaxation is is a harder part. Yeah. And yeah, but how would you practice relaxing? Yeah, that's a really good question. It's um, 
Yeah. Do you have a lot of different exercise for that? Yeah. I would always say if you are in doubt about if you're able to contract and relax your pelvic floor muscle, you can, as a woman, you can check it yourself. Mm -hmm. If you feel comfortable, just put your finger in your vagina and Mm -hmm. try to hold up your pee, for example, Mm -hmm. or avoid uh, doing a fart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Avoid farting (laughs) or just try to hug your fingers with your pelvic floor. Uh, And also, well, when you do this, you feel it contracting and then you try to relax and relax is just letting it go. It's not pushing downwards because that's also contracting Mm. the muscle, but then on the other way around. And if you feel insecure about this, there's a specialist who can help you. It's called a Becker physiotherapist. Yeah. The pelvic floor physiotherapist. Yeah. And they have well, they they can see how you move. They can feel it. They have all kind of stuff to to see if you are able to contract it. And it's not, it doesn't have to be inside your body. Mm-hmm. They can also put a um, ultrasound, for example, in your belly to see what happens in there. So um, don't hesitate to go there. And that's also my advice if you're pregnant, go to a, a pelvic floor physiotherapist around 20, 24 weeks just for a checkup mm-hmm. and also go there six weeks after giving birth just yeah. to, to make sure everything is okay. For example, if you buy a, a car, well, for me, you don't go on the road with it to first check if there's enough engine or fuel in there, if the, the tires are full on the yeah, with yeah, on spawning, and yeah, with air like and stuff. Yeah. Just check your body with a yeah. physiotherapist before you start to work out again. And yeah. during pregnancy, make this checkup too if you're if you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. If your body is ready to for this uh, big event of work. Yeah. Birth. Yeah. 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 So um if if we talk about uh what effects pregnancy have on training, we have these lung capacity changes, we have the body temperature, you have the weaker joints and the relaxing also um in combination of the growing baby there will be a significant changes sometimes, well, in posture and alignment. Yeah. So if we're talking about the, the, the pelvis, it might uh, change, uh, do, a, do does a posterior or anterior tilt. So it cha- uh, moves backwards or forwards mm-hmm. to, um, well, to compare for the growing baby in your belly and uh, uh, compensate for those muscles who are, um, cannot do their jobs in a good way, actually. Um, oh, in a different way they are now I have to because yeah, yeah there's this human being yeah. growing in your <laughs> yeah. tummy. Yeah, really. Um, this growing baby changed your point of gravity also. That's so this something with, you said in the beginning yeah. and I was like, again, logical. If you think about really pregnant woman you're pr- and you see them walking, you yeah. see a duck walking, leaning yeah. backwards, hands mm-hmm. placing in the lower back to, yeah. to compensate because yeah. you all, your core muscles, they separate. We yeah. call, we, it's called diastasis. It's completely normal in pregnancy. 99.9% of the women have it at 40 weeks. Yeah. Um, so don't buy any sports program who says you cannot have diastasis if you do this program. It's not true. Mm-hmm. It's tell cell. And, um, but well, this, this point of gravity sh- shift is, uh, your apps are, are less able to, to well, keep your body in the right posture. So you, your, uh, your back backwards. muscles yeah. are compensating. Yeah. Sometimes you get really tight hip flexors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're squeezing your glutes a lot to just compensate yeah. for the, yeah, squeezing the butts underneath mm-hmm. your body to get this weight up in the belly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have these changes in your spine mm-hmm. and you start running with this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you bad see? posture. Yeah. Injuries. Yeah. Bad posture. And, injuries yeah. are really close by. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So, but now we talked about all the things that um, are changing uh, in the body, like and uh, why you are getting pregnant. But still, in the very beginning, you said that still for women uh, that are pregnant, it's advisable to move 150 minutes per per week. Yeah. Um, so, what do you advise them to do? <laughs> Post uh, do what you pre like pre pregnancy. Do what you like. Yeah, but within some boundaries. Yeah. So, so no explosiveness, we said already. Yeah, just avoid a really high impact training. It's no explosiveness, so no jumping. But of course, the what the RFEM says, the walking, the swimming, the bike, the biking, it's fine. Yeah. With the biking, I should say, I have sometimes I have women who do really fast biking, like a wheel runner, for example. Yeah. The risk of uh, falling. The risk of falling mm. is is higher. I should mm. always say, okay, think about risk versus reward. Mm -hmm. What's the risk of you doing this exercise and what's the reward for you? And is it, well, is it okay? Yeah, because maybe you are like really into um, wheel running and you can't bring yourself to now just walk or something. Then, yeah, if, if you really get stressed of not being able to... Uh, do wheel runner? Yeah, to, to, to bike. To bike. Yeah. yeah. Why? Okay. Then you should think, okay, what is better for me? Doing the wheel runner? Yeah. yeah and maybe do a modification? Yeah. Or avoid the wheel runner and get really stressed and angry? Okay. Or, or do a modification because now there's also these that you can put yeah, your bike. Yeah, those trainers at yeah, home. For example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's where, not the same, but it's have... as close as you can. <laughs> yeah, and you can't yeah. fall off the bike. Well, yeah. you probably can still, but <laughs> chances are smaller. Well, you can Everything also get possible. hit by a bus. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You should, well, for example, uh, yeah. mountain bike, huh? when you yep. ride, yeah, that's more of higher risk of falling. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. But are there, um, besides, okay, no <clears throat> high intensity or like something that puts too much stress on your joint, yeah. are there certain... Like since, especially since your body is changing and like what you were just explaining, the the abdominum muscles uh, uh, stretching. And we talked already about this strengthening and relaxing of the pelvic floor, but more like body related yeah. things that women should uh, concentrate on. Maybe yeah. the back? Yeah, no. Strengthening uh, actually, back. Uh, um, you've, you mentioned pelvic floor, you mentioned uh, back, actually core. Yeah. So a second thing, if I say you can do anything you like, but within these boundaries for safety. Um, then we can, we talk about intra-abdominal pressure. Here we go. Okay. That's <laughs> intra-abdominal pressure. It's inner body. It's yeah. in your uh, abdomen and yeah. it's pressure. So if I do an easy com uh, compare, we should go to the pop can analogy. If I have a can of Coke, for example, yeah, it's a really nice, strong structure. It's really thin material, material and, mm -hmm. but it's a really strong structure. Um, But once I uh, damage, mm -hmm. for example, the side of the can, mm -hmm. I can easily squeeze uh, it. Squeeze it yeah. yeah. And then the coke comes out. Um, so if you compare this can to our body, and then you say the bottom part is your pelvic floor muscles, the top part is a diaphragm muscle, mm -hmm. um, and the hole in it would be your mouth, for example. And then the sides of the can are your abs and your uh, back. The, the back muscles, yeah. let's say, like this. Um, if these are all in the nice in a good position and they are strong and they work together we have a really strong core we cannot uh, damage this there's enough pressure mm -hmm. but now in the scan there's a growing baby so mm -hmm. there's much much more pressure from the inside on the outs which is going to the outside yep. and all these muscles and the ligaments are a little bit more less strong due mm -hmm. to this relaxing they're getting weaker And there's a separation of the abs because from the inside, this baby is pressing towards the skin. Can you imagine that this skin is not strong anymore? Yeah. So there is the intra-abdominal pressure is 
is big. weakened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, it's actually not weakened, but it's really high in yeah. there. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's yeah. actually the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I start doing app workout, for example, mm-hmm. I'm going to do crunches. There's a lot of extra pressure in it. Can it's it's pushing toward it, and it might crack open. For mm. example. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, about intra-abdominal pressure, you don't want to have too much, let's say it air in your belly when mm-hmm. you train. If you have too much pressure, you can actually feel it by maybe an uncomf- well, uncomfortable feeling on your around your belly, mm-hmm. button area or in your pelvic floor because this air is pressing on it. Oh. Yeah. Um, some women feel the urge to pee or they actually pee their pants because mm-hmm. of this pressure or they might lose um, um, well, um, how can I say it nicely? No, they, yeah. they have fart. Yeah, they fart. Yeah, for example, farting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's also a sign of a. You you might have it even if you're not pregnant. No, if you're doing uh, a lot of core work. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might fart no, sometimes. I think we all yeah. Yeah. we all we've all had the feeling. Yeah, yeah we all yeah. have the feeling. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> you're really squeezing your pelvic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, so this air is coming in your and you can feel it at first or you can see it. And when you see it, it's like you really have like a. We call it coning or doming, but there's or like a really um, uh, a, a little bulge on your belly. Yeah. It's like you have an alien might might be there. If you, well, look it up, Google, coning, yeah. doming, uh, ex, uh, pregnancy. You can see it. You've got like, like a, kind of like a tip, like a yeah, roof. a dyke, zou ik zeggen in Dutch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, dyke is a really Dutch word. Like, like you have something under the skin that is doing like a, co- yeah, it's a cone, I think. It's, it's a, good, a cone, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a cone yeah. underneath the skin. Yeah. So, um if you do exercises and this is showing up, so you feel this pressure yeah. from the inside, pressing on your belly or on your or pelvic, pelvic floor, floor. Or, <laughs> or you can even see it pressing yeah. or you have, you can see it also in your pants if you lose some, yeah. uh, if you're Pee. yeah, peeing or something. Uh, then it's also too much. It's too much. And then you can, firstly, you can try to adjust your exercise and release the pressure. So if I open my can, <sighs> Yeah. The pressure comes out. So what can you do if you work out and you see this happening? Mm-hmm. Guide yourself by your breathing. <laughs> breathe out. Mm-hmm. See what happens in your belly. If you release some pressure out of there, you breathe out. Does it make any changes? Okay. Um, do you need to strengthen your pro- pelvic floor area to give some pr- uh, um, pressure from the from resistance? I resistance. Think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. From the bottom. Does it make any changes? Do, does it feel better? Maybe you should hug your baby a little bit more with your abs or you should make sure your spine is more neutral. So all these sides of the can are in its optimal position. If all these adjustments won't work, then this exercise is not the good exercise for you. Yeah. But it's really hard to do this by yourself. Yeah. And this is why pre and postnatal trainers, this is where pre and postnatal trainers can help come you. in. Yeah. yeah. This is where they come in. How can you support your can? Yeah. And until when? Because yeah. some women are able to do hard core exercises until they are 30 week pregnant. Some women who need to stop at 12. Yeah. It depends so much. Yeah. 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 But I very much like your answer that it's not simply you seeing the sign and then it's like, okay, stop. But there can be adjustment made. Yes. Um, and you can still continue uh, doing uh, um, whatever exercises that brought this pressure on, which I, I very uh, much enjoyed this answer. <laughs> it's and also guess all or nothing. that if you were never someone that, is very active. You never did a lot of sports and suddenly you start maybe during this period is very bad idea because your body well, is not used it, to not it. A, because it's no? not a bad idea no? to you start sports still, when you're pregnant. Yeah, because you I can, can very much not. imagine this uh, for mothers happening because suddenly you are pregnant. You are 
not only physically, well, like later on, you are also like uh, responsible for your child. But like at that point, you are literally physically responsible. And you, every, what we said, every woman wants the best for their child. And we kind of have this general knowledge that exercising or moving is good for you. So I could imagine that a woman is like, okay, I haven't been that healthy, but I want to have a healthy baby. So I will eat better. I will yeah. move more. So even if you could, I could imagine didn't move this. at all before, you can still start during pregnancy. Yeah, is it yeah. then harder it's or something? In, well, yeah, it, so many questions. Yeah, well, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, if it's not, I, I think you asking this because uh, if you think about this intra-abdominal pressure thing, you might think that if you uh, are not fit, it's you. Um, it's, it's harder to control this intra-abdominal yeah, pressure because example, yeah. the can is weak. Yeah. Let's say it like this. And if you're really fit and you're really well-trained, your can is strong. Your mm -hmm. core is strong. Exactly. But that's not always true. Some okay. people who, who rarely train might have a stronger core than some people who are trained very often. Because if you train very often, but you use your core in the wrong way, your core is weak. All right. Yep. Yeah. So it, okay. it really, it depends again. It depends. <laughs> yeah. And then you were asking, Wiebke. Is it, um, if you are... You be found out you're pregnant. You're now thinking, okay, I have to do, I want to do a better lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle for my child. Is it then um, more difficult to pick up exercising when you're just I became pregnant? What do you think? Yeah. Is it, is it, if you, if you do something you like, I think it's, it should be easy to pick up exercising. Yeah. 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 And um, if you go to, to the good, to uh, the right person mm -hmm. that can help you, then it should be good to to start exercising, even when you have no exercising experience. Um, and especially if you are a really fit person and you're really strong, for example, or you really love to run and you, you have a really nice time on your 10K mm. and stuff, and then you get pregnant and you have all these things changing in your performance, mm -hmm. it might be harder to continue training when you're pregnant than somebody who never trained before getting pregnant once they have a fit lifestyle when mm, they are pregnant. They don't have anything to compare and it. And they have done anything to yeah. compare it. So no. it's, I, I can I, yeah. I really cannot say it's this or that. No, no. 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 Uh, clear. It's not a black and white answer. <laughs> so okay. no. Yeah. So being a pro athlete uh, or just someone that doesn't train at all, mm -hmm. both have the, the opportunity to keep or to start training during pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can only move. recommend yeah. train. Well, well it's something. not train, move. Yeah. yeah. If you like to work in your garden, do that. Yeah. 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 yeah you, you don't have to do strength training specifically. Yeah. 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 It's something that you said already before, like yeah. uh, do whatever you enjoy, whatever that yeah. is. I rather have you to do strength training, of course, because in in that way you can fix and twist the right parts. Mm -hmm. But it's better to uh, lawn your lawn your moan, uh, yeah, yeah, moan yeah. your lawn, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, then sitting on your couch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because, like, ah, uh, Mariska gave me these strength exercises, but I actually don't like them. That's not gonna That's work. That's not going. No, to work. and I don't want you to be. No, I, then I don't want to help you. <laughs> to be honest, no, no, yeah. no. If if you're coming to me and you want my help and you want to become fit during your pregnancy or you want to recover postpartum, yeah, I always ask, what do you consider as fun when you yeah. move? What do you need? What do you already have? I'm not going to tell you you should buy these weights and these elastic bands and you should do these exercises yeah. because if I tell you that that you need to do that, mm. you're probably not going to do it. Or you will do it, but you do not enjoy it and you won't do it as often as good as is good for you. So I'll always try to personalize 
Yeah. Um, my advice. As yeah. often as is good for you, what, what, how often is? It good? Well, yeah, it depends. And then again, we come <laughs> the up 150 to minutes <laughs> a week. <laughs> yeah, a week. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. well, and it also depends on where you are in your, in your whole pregnancy, yeah. postpartum journey. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like all these can pressure um, happens, of course, like during the pregnancy, but post-pregnancy, there mm -hmm. is a definitely like some pressure point taken out of the equation because you delivered your, your uh, yeah, child. Yeah. So um, the pelvic floor is really weak. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you have to do then? Rest. To rest. Rest. The first, the if you, if you go back to the can, there is a, on the crack opening yeah. in the bottom of the can. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, I think it's easy to, to yeah, look at picture it, it this yeah. way, to picture it. Um, the first four days after you give birth, take rest. This pelvic floor muscle needs to heal. It's been stretches about 400 times. It's, it it's normal size. Yeah. yeah. And if you have like, well, during birth, you can, there can, it's, it's, there can happen a lot. Yeah. Um, for example, they, um, um, Well, they can cut the muscle mm -hmm. to make the baby come out. Uh, sometimes they need to cut the muscle so the baby can come out if there's a risk or danger for your baby. Um, so this muscle is is damaged, and mm -hmm. and and uh, women often tear during their giving birth. So there there's damage even also on the muscle, or it could be also on the skin. But the more deeper you go, the muscle tears. So that needs time to heal, mm -hmm. um, even if it is, has got stitches. And then also in this first days you you just gave you just gave birth to a child you have sleep deprivation which probably takes in longer than four days but <laughs> yes. builds up but for first rest and then you can start your postpartum recovering journey yeah and the first muscle you can train after giving birth is this pelvic floor muscle in combination with the diaphragm and then we come to breathing and in breathing your diaphragm muscle and your pelvic floor muscle they work together Mm -hmm. in a natural flow. So when you inhale, without us thinking about probably your diaphragm um, lowers and your pelvic floor relaxes. So it lowers too. And when you exhale, the pelvic floor muscle comes up a little bit more and the diaphragm comes up too. And this mm -hmm. is a, a, like a cylinder in a, mm, a car. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. It's going this rhythm the whole day. Mm -hmm. This is what it sh should be. Again, some people say it should be I would say there are so many types of breathing and you should know when to use which type of breathing because in yoga you use a really deep belly breathing to relax but for example but if you need to sprint to watch your train mm -hmm. or you um you are uh, experience a lot of fear your breathing goes really high in the body so it's mm -hmm. more chest breathing so first of all be aware of all those breathings but after giving birth you should try to do this diaphragmatic breathing mm -hmm. pattern to learn to contract the pelvic floor muscles that's the first thing you should do and then you need to restore your core muscles and your core are uh, different layers of muscles we have the deep uh, transversus muscle and then we have the inner and uh, internal and external obliques and then we have the rectus abdominis aka the six-pack muscle <laughs> and you have this linea alba which is this tissue that stretches so much and the muscles also stretch stretches um The stretching of the linea alba and the, becoming it really wide and the separation isn't healing properly, then we're talking about a real diastasis as a uh, problem, mm -hmm. uh, which has some symptoms. Um, again, um, back in, uh, a uh, pelvic floor physiotherapist can help you diagnose this. Yeah. Also, if you have some pelvic floor issues. Yeah. 
Um, so the first six weeks, it's the breathing pattern you should work on, the core you should work on, and easy strength exercises with your body weight. And, and with easy strength exercise, you can think about glute bridges, um, maybe some uh, rows, yeah. rowing, where you pull something towards your body, for example, elastic bands. Um, and you, you should check those boundaries. Those boundaries I mentioned, the same as being pregnant. Um, so no pressure or bulging feeling on the pelvic floor or on the belly. Let me tell you more about Patreon. We want to thank our supporters, Tufik, Alex, Malta and Tim for supporting us every month. Patreon is a platform where you can support the show for as low as four euros per month. Not only you help us create more episodes, but also you get access to exclusive content made just for you, what we call the Flash Run Questions. Just go to patreon.com slash whatthecrewpodcast and find out more. All the links are in the show notes. Now back to Mariska. So, but this is like all picture perfect. Um, mm -hmm. Like what would be good if uh, what if a, a wife or a, not a wife, a mother would do. But having um, several friends that uh, regularly, uh, uh, not frequent, free, recently got kids. Uh, mm -hmm. I heard like this deep uh, sleep deprivation that uh, kids waking up every three hours being having to be fed. Um, how... Yeah, how realistic is it that, or like how hard, I don't know, or are there any advices? Because like, if you have sleep deprivation and you are basically having these only these one and a half hour windows because of uh, feeding mm -hmm. patterns and stuff like this, and then like you think like, okay, I need to do the washing, but I also need to do my breathing exercises. It can be stressful, I can't imagine. Yeah. Don't yeah. put too much pressure on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's also an eight week period that you are saying. This four trimester thing. It's yeah. the first six to eight weeks after giving birth, uh, even if it's a vaginal delivery or a C-section, you should take rest and take time to recover and to restore. Because if you gave birth, it sounds a bit weird, but um, it could be very hard to find a mind-muscle connection. If I say to you, squeeze your glutes or squeeze your yeah. butt, you're probably yeah. squeezing your butt. You're, yeah. you're going up from your chair a little bit. Yeah. If I tell you this postpartum in your first week, you might think, I'm squeezing my butt, but nothing is happening. Hmm. It's because you know, your posture was in a, is, has been changed. Your muscles have been lengthening or really um, were uh, in a more tight. tight way, especially the baby is out of your body. You look different. You're still bleeding because, well, you, you're, your uterus is still um, healing yeah. from the, from the birth. You have this baby milk leaking. Well, I will so many, so, <laughs> so many, many things. So take it easy. And if you're asking, if you are a busy mom and you have these short time schedules, which you have in these first weeks, just find a few minutes a day. And if it's, if it, if it won't happen, it won't happen. Yeah. Don't blame yourself. Yeah. Luckily our body is capable of healing itself also, but you yeah. can help it by doing the right exercises. Yeah. And if you're worried about it, um, refer out to a specialist. So yeah. if you really want to focus on it, um, I, I, I have consults. I come with you in about two weeks after you gave birth and I will tell you more about this. Mm -hmm. If you want to do it yourself, look for core restoring videos on YouTube. Yeah. There are so many pre and post trainers who, who give good advice for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But start with the breeding. Yeah. yeah. yeah try to full, if, uh, if I can just say one thing, I think the, place your hands on your, on your lower ribs. Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, place your hands on your lower ribs and inhale via your nose. And feel your hands expanding mm-hmm. on your lower ribs. Yeah. No, yeah, here, yeah, like yeah, here, yeah, directly here. under yeah. the... Okay. Yeah, yeah, this, not on your belly. Mm-hmm. I feel it expanding. And when you exhale via your mouth and you're doing like an S, oh, that's really, sorry guys. <laughs> in the mic. <laughs> in the mic with an sound, yeah. you should feel your ribs lower down. Yeah. If you do this again and you place your hand on your belly, yeah. inhale, expen- expansion of the rib cage, yeah. but your belly should be relatively flat. It's mm-hmm. not pressing out. Mm-hmm. And then when you exhale with this cloud, you should feel your belly uh, become more flat, for yeah. example. Yeah. And then you add the pelvic floor and this is how you start. It's, it's, if you are a CrossFitter, you're like, oh my God, do I really have to do this? Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to do this. Yeah. Getting control of your body. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, reminds me of yoga. I think uh, yeah. during yoga breathing, they were also saying like... Uh, it's more Pilates, I think, when oh. you do a diaphragmatic breathing. But it was yoga at a at the fitness club, so it was not perfect, oh, okay. perfect yoga. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> because in yoga, it's more once. down in the belly. Mm. Um, but hey, and, and then you can do a lot of training and exercises. Yeah. yeah. So and it, I think as a runner in your pregnancy or postpartum period, you cannot run. But you, of course, you want to stay strong as... Mm-hmm as possible and if you're looking for exercises to do then it's just maintain maintaining what you what you had for for your um um strength or your breathing your uh, cardiovascular yeah cardiovascular system by uh looking for options like swimming biking walking yeah yeah maybe do walks with heavy stuff carries um and also do as a strength training focus on these muscles that are really important in running so for example all the muscles on the back of your body Mm -hmm. so calves hamstrings back of the upper legs your glutes train your quads by doing squats deadlifts glute bridges hip bridges lunges and so on yep um and make sure your core and your upper back stay strong enough to make sure your your uh, you keep your can keep your balance by r- while running, um, and if you are curious about that, again, yeah, ask a specialist. Uh, look for a strength trainer who can help you with this. Preferably one with pre and postnatal experience knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's uh, that's very good advice, especially also for all our running female listeners, uh, possibly. Um, becoming pregnant or having uh, kids. Yeah. Um, I think it's time yeah. to uh, move to... I have one quick question. We talked about mainly training and exercising. How about stretching? Is this a good, a bad thing before or after pregnancy? That's a good question because I talked about you for the relaxing, which yes. is, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, yeah, stretching is good because some muscles get tight, but... You should be careful in those stretches. So um, don't go in the fullest length of stretches where you really, for example, if you say three minutes in a pancake stretch, for example, it okay. can really be we be uh, um, taxing on yep. the hip joints, for example. So take a little less long time and don't look for the fullest, fullest, fullest stretch. Extension, yeah. Yeah, 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 of the muscle. But yeah, you should stretch and you should keep mobile, especially in this postpartum period, because when you're pregnant, it's easy to, it's actually relatively easy to move around. But if you are postpartum and you have this baby who needs to be fed mm-hmm. eight times a day and mm-hmm. that feeding a baby takes an hour in the beginning yeah, and holding a baby is mostly keeping it in front of your chest. Yeah. So your upper back is curling. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's curving mm-hmm. a little bit. 
So that's, it's going to be tight. So yes, you need to stretch this upper back, especially in this postpartum period. So yeah. Um, and postpartum, you're sitting in the same positions a lot. Yeah. And then it's even more important. Yeah. yeah. Because those tightened muscles, um, it's really hard with tight muscles to keep the right posture. And right posture is really important for your intra-abdominal pressure. So the right form of the can. Yeah. 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 There so yes, go. do your and stretches. And that's a circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we also asked our audience uh, to hand us, uh, give us some questions via, um, if you have some questions for our future um, guests on our podcast, you can reach us via Instagram and Facebook of What The Crew Podcast. And we also have uh, speakpipe slash what speakpipe.com slash What The Crew Podcast, where you can uh, leave a message kind of like on a... Voice, uh, voice, voice message, voice message yeah. yeah. All links in the show notes. Yes, and uh, the first question that we received is from Anna Pachior. Can you uh, can running during pregnancy have a negative effect on my body? It depends. <laughs> of course, it depends. Yeah, <laughs> if you are well, I can. If you are a runner, uh, a lot of people uh, continue running during mm -hmm. their pregnancy. There's even or there is an athlete who ran a sprint. Uh, uh, um, that's right. Um, competition. Competition yeah. at eight months pregnant. Yeah. Oh, there wow. was, yeah. And Nike fired, uh, sponsored her and Nike fired her for this. Okay. Uh, oh no, not Nike fired her for being pregnant. And, uh, because that wasn't the good. That's what, not yeah. what they wanted yeah. to stand for. It's complicated. I, uh, there's, yeah. a, uh, there's a short film of her. I can try to find it and you can might link it. Uh, yeah. In the show notes. Yeah, but, um, is it, did it damage her body? I don't know. I should say risk versus reward. Yeah. Um, we know all these facts, all these things that changes in the body, the the weaker joints, the changing of po of posture and alignment. And those have an effect on your running technique. Yeah. This baby in your uterus pressing on the pelvic floor muscles yeah. all the time and the pelvic floor muscle being the only thing that is uh, keeping your... Uh, baby uh, inside? Yeah, no, it's or your like baby, but your... Uh, your your uh, your dharma and so oh your, your uh, intestines yeah intestines away from the floor your mm -hmm. bladder your mm -hmm. uterus yeah all this pressure on this pelvic floor muscle which is weakened might give you damage in the long run yeah not in this moment of your pregnancy but maybe in the long run and then we are talking about prolapse for example yeah um so. So can it have a negative? It have can like, have a yes, negative. Yes, it can. it can have, and it and it depends on a, on a lot person. of factors yeah. and on a person. Yeah. Um, and I should say, after 16 weeks, 20 weeks, maybe, maybe avoid the running part. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we discussed earlier, like the explosiveness and yeah. like the, all the part, other parts of the weakened joints yeah. and um, wherefore it's maybe not advisable and alternatives have to be looked at. Um, she also handed in another question. Uh, she didn't have uh, contractions during birth and with yeah. contractions, she doesn't mean labor contractions, but like the pushing contractions. Um, is this a result of incorrect exercising during her pregnancy? Well, I'm not a medical specialist, so... But I do know that one in the 10 women, around one in 10 women, women do not experience the pushing contractions. Yeah. So, and why this is and how, and yeah. but I, I don't, I cannot imagine that training has an impact yeah. on this. But yeah. don't blame me if it is, or yeah. Yeah. this is not my, 
you should no, refer like to not... a gynecoloog. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But I found it very interesting from you to hear that it actually can be more normal than not to not have the pushing. Yeah, you hear it more often. Yeah, it's yeah. Could One be in... the body not ready for this phase, but I'm a mid, I'm not a midwife. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have another question from uh, Malus, and uh, she asks uh, which muscle do uh, new mums need to train before uh, starting to run again? Yeah, this is a really good question. Um, there is uh, three physiotherapists. Uh, mm-hmm. from Ireland mm-hmm. they made this postnatal guidelines for running and in this postnatal <coughs> guidelines for running they will tell you what to train more important is it's not so much about the cardiovascular system that you train but it's more about strength and balance so they have 10 exercises and some well cut off uh, at, I, well some some rules yeah mm-hmm. you should uh, it's not really rules, but they say, for example, Advises. you should have advice. You should have been to a pelvic floor therapist. She has, she, they need to clear you. Yeah. You uh, have to be so many weeks postpartum. You do, there are yeah. a few things. And then they have a few exercises you should be able of doing before you can safely start running. Yeah. You, uh, for example, it's like, um, uh, it's the running man drill where you s- stand on one leg, one leg is behind you and mm-hmm. then you go forward. Uh, but they also have broad jumps, for example, um, and if you look at, up at these exercises, I can actually, you can lung, link it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. If you look at these exercises, you could, you could uh, try to do them. But before you do these exercises, three months postpartum, you should do these basic exercises, these core restore exercises, like squatting and glute bridges. And you yeah. start without weight and then you put some weight on there. It's actually strength training. Yeah. Jeremy Regenberg talked yeah. about this in his episode. I thought yeah. it was the episode four. I four think, yeah. yeah. So if, if you want to know more about strength training and how progressive overload principles work, then you can look, you can listen to this. Yeah. And if you want to look on, if you want to know more about which exercise you could do, you could talk to a personal trainer. Yeah. 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 And the videos you mentioned, are they on YouTube or is it? Uh, from the Irish. The, um, uh, yeah. From the, 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 the free the running. Irish. The, uh, the running guidelines. Yeah. Yeah. They are on YouTube too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll uh, link them yeah. in, uh, Brian, in the show notes. Brian, Donnelly. Yeah. If I, well, I will yeah, yeah, we'll link the show we'll notes. Exactly. Link. Yeah. Yeah. Have a look guys. <laughs> and then we have quite extensive uh, questions <clears throat> from uh, Robianne. She said, uh, what is the best exercise for closing the straight up muscle? Yeah, this really also uh, in re- relates to the, the question before, if, you're, uh, if your core is still a mess. Yeah. So, I told you about this breathing pattern. Yeah. So you start with the breathing pattern and then you add uh, core exercises on that breathing pattern. And you have so many exercises and it depends so much on which one works for you. You hear that book very often. Most of the time it are exercises where you, for, at first you lay mm-hmm. flat on the floor. Yeah. Because if you lay flat on the floor, there's less pressure on your uh, pelvic floor area. Mm-hmm. And from here you load your core. So uh, if I lay on my on my back and I extend my arms up in the air, my hands above the shoulders, and I place my feet hip width apart with bent knees on the floor, and I lift my knees up mm-hmm. one by one, yeah, that would be quite challenging in your core if you just gave birth and then you lower your heels one by one, yeah, yeah, and then you start to extend your legs. For example, you add an arm in there and you work diagonally or, uh, um. Yeah. There are different variations. Um, A crunch, a regular crunch or a plank exercise. That's not the exercise you're looking for. You're looking for these exercises who will look quite simple if you take a look at it, Mm -hmm. but they are really uh, challenging your core. 
Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of exercises on it on YouTube. If you look for pre and postnatal exercising and you, if you do this and you watch for the signs. So if you keep a dry pants, you're not feeling any pain in this pelvic floor area. You're not see the coning and you're, you, you're able to breathe doing these exercises. And it will be a good one for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if you're insecure about what is good and what is not good and how these things work, then you then see you, a specialist. See a specialist. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll say this more times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she yeah. also asked, um, how long does it uh, on average take for the straight up muscles to close? And is there a difference between vaginal delivery to C-section? Uh, well, to close it, well, the, to close, no. There's not really a change because the, the, the widening of the gap, this, this yeah. linear elbow so, stretching happens during the pregnancy and yeah. it is not happening during the The giving birth. birth. Like, yeah. so it doesn't matter if you have a C-section or have no. your vaginal. A C-section, well, you, you cut, you cut through the body. They have gentle ways of doing it, but you have a scar yeah. in there and that could, it, it's not being said that it is, but it could uh, slower your um, recovery process. Yeah. Um, again, uh, a pelvic, <laughs> the, the, a pelvic, the pelvic floor therapist could help you with this. Yeah. Um, if you feel, experience any pain or, um, you're just insecure about this. Um, and how long it takes on average? Well, this, uh, um, connective tissue healing process takes nine months to completely regain its strength. So it could take a while, but yeah. if you feel this tissue in between your, well, from your, pubic bone yeah. all the way up to your um, um, chest, chest bone, yeah. um, sternum. If it feels really soft and you can really press deeply down in there and you are like a jelly pudding. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. After six to eight weeks after birth, it's, and I said really, really soft. You can really dive deep in there. You, you, you can refer out to a specialist already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you should feel some progress week by week if you do. Uh, well, if nature does its job and it, you could help it a little bit yeah. by doing the right breathing techniques and the right core yeah. contractions. Yeah. And uh, another one for her. Are there any uh, uh, different exercises no. if, uh, for doing, if you have a C-section? I would not, I would not uh, say, I, I cannot say this here and now. No. Because it depends so much on your posture, uh, how you feel, how trained you are. It depends on so many factors. On the healing Yeah. But process. in regular, after giving birth, the muscles that need a lot of work mm -hmm. most often are the, the muscles in the back because yeah. of this change in the uh, spine, yeah. because of holding the baby so much, yeah. for example, and the muscles around the, uh, well, in the hips, the glutes, the legs. Yeah. yeah. But it depends on somebody's posture, uh, which muscle you stretch and which muscle you strengthen. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last one from her um, yeah. is, what do you recommend for new mothers that uh, want to exercise, uh, but have little time and motivation? Are there yeah. certain apps, YouTubes? Uh, she even refers to like, is There's there something? So many. Yeah. So many. Do what you like. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what I told you. And yeah, do what you love. Do what works best for you. Yeah. And if this is yoga with Adrian, do yoga with Adrian. <laughs> if this is uh, high intensity, high intensity interval training with Kyla Itzinus, for example, Go for that, but make sure you watch yeah, the, the red flags yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah, and do the adjustments. If this is training with a personal trainer week by week, go for a personal trainer. If this is going for a walk with your best friend each, uh, each another day, do this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Besides that, working on your breathing, 
would be really nice. But yeah. that doesn't have to, have to take a half an hour a day. Yeah. Yeah. So there are certain like um, <coughs> principles in the beginning that you anyway said, like uh, work on your breathing, work on your pelvic floor, work on the, uh, your posture, posture. Um, and in your glutes. Um, but how you do that in what form, just adjust it to a style that works for yeah. you. Yeah. And a little bit is better than nothing. A little bit is always better than nothing. Yeah. And I think being able to do a little bit as a newborn mom is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can imagine So well. these two minutes a day where you might do two rounds of 10 easy squats and you focus on this 360 degree inhalation and expanding of your full rib cage with lengthening and Uh, um, lengthening, lengthening your pelvic floor yeah, yeah. muscle for example and you just do two rounds good job do yeah. it again tomorrow if you have some time yeah, yeah. must be also a great feeling uh, being a, a new mom to have like two minutes for yourself where you think about only yourself and your body yeah to relax yeah i think yeah. that's really important and it's it's what we forgot mm -hmm. i think as a newborn mom you're push yourself away and yeah. what you need and You oh. just focus you, on the you, kid. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you want, actually. Yeah, of course. Like Sometimes it could be three o'clock and you think, shoot, I, I didn't take the time to shower myself. Yeah. yeah. And I still spit in my hair and whatever. Yeah. yeah. It happens. It happens. Be patient. We're all been there. Be, yeah, <laughs> be patient. And that's also, be patient. It takes not, it's nine, nine months yeah. to, to grow this baby. And it's actually nine months to grow this baby out of your body. <laughs> Let, yeah. Let's say it like this. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not six weeks after giving birth, you can hop back to exercise. No, six weeks mm -hmm. after you gave birth, your uterus has been healed and it's been uh, um, Uh, getting uh, the, the same size as yep. before you're getting pregnant if you're lucky yeah? yeah and then your process of recovering and retraining starts and after six months then your training starts again so in these mm -hmm. guidelines for running if we talk about runners um, you should be three or four, four months at least after you gave birth to start running again yeah 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 is there Because now we talk about this, is there a difference for uh, moms who are pregnant again quite fast after the first pregnancy? Is the second one a little bit different because maybe the body is not fully recovered yet? Could is this going to be like different or? No, I think every pregnancy you should uh, look at individual. Look anyway. indiv course, individual yeah. Every pregnancy is different. Um And well, if you're pregnant, just make sure you watch these markers. If I'm exercising, uh, do I have a, well, is my pants, do, do, do my pants stay dry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, am I able to uh, um, keep control of my intra-abdominal pressure? Am I able to breathe? And is there no pain? Yeah. yeah. And um, depending on, uh, if you have a second pregnancy, quite fast after your first one of course your body body is still recovering yeah. from the first one so it it might it, for example it might be that you're showing your second pregnancy much more earlier than those than you, you did in your first yeah. one for example or that for example if you have pelvic floor of pelvic uh pain that it shows up uh earlier than uh than in your first pregnancy but it, it might do come yeah um, even if you have these pain in this pelvic floor area, you can still train. Maybe it just is, you have the experience of the pain because you move not enough, for example. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can talk this about. Yeah. It, uh, but now also it kind of makes um, sense that they are that it's difficult to find information recommendations on the internet mm-hmm. um, since it like it's so many like little stars asterisks like it depends because every pregnancy is different every female body is different like the the point that you start out at um the the point that your body is and then how your pregnancy is it's it's so different yeah yeah Yeah. so no wonder they don't want to give you a real uh, big like pages of advice on the ivm no yeah well well they could give you more advice they could say like maybe (laughs) (laughs) yeah but still yeah yeah, it, it depends so much, yeah, on what you, how your body is handling your pregnancy, how your body's handling the birth, how, how you, how, veerkracht, re, re, um, resilience, uh, resilience, resilience of the body, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 and of the mind also. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what you, and, and in my opinion, also what you like to do, yeah. Yeah. what you love. and. Uh, but this is not, even if you're not pregnant, uh, um you should always, the advice is always do something that you enjoy yeah, because that's course. just yeah. keeping that up the, the that is. <laughs> on the yeah. long term. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, there are two questions that we are asking all our listeners and they are? Guests, you mean? Le- guests, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you can give one piece of advice uh, to the listeners, what would it be? What would the topic be of today? if I give you one piece of advice, I would say... There is no standing training format or best practice if you are pregnant or postpartum. So if you want to work on this, go and reach out, especially. Well, I I cannot say this quite often. Mm -hmm. So, and in in specialist, um, your midwife is there to make sure your health and your baby's health are, are okay during this journey. A pelvic floor therapist is there to help you with posture and alignment and these pelvic floor muscles and your core muscles. Yeah. And if you experience pain or discomfort or so on, a personal trainer with a pre and postnatal certification, they can help you by recovering from giving birth or staying as fit as possible during this pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're lucky, these three people work together to give you the best journey you, you can have. Sounds good. And the last one, uh, do you have any suggestion to who who should uh, invite on the show or a topic we should talk about? <laughs> good question. I'm not so into, <laughs> I'm not a big of running, but um, I don't know. I did a course once and there was this woman and she ran like over a hundred K distance distance yeah. like really 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 big distance runners yep. um i don't know if you if you ever have somebody like that and, yeah we did actually what did we mm. we had jake true we had jake he true. Uh, completed a, a 100k yeah no, 200 uh, he did 200k yeah okay. he did both yeah but um i was wondering if you could have a a woman in yep. your show who yep. did this and uh because I'm wondering, they actually, they say in CrossFit, you see that women are, um, there are more um, CrossFit athletes who are women who are really high in the schedules than men, if you compare mm-hmm. it to each other. You see that in general, women are a little bit more better in CrossFit than men. Oh. Although men lift the heavier weights and stuff, but their bodies are uh, yeah. better capable of doing Compared, all these kind yeah. of different, different things than men. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really, maybe you can, Talk well, about this with a female. Yeah. Yeah. It is Indeed. also very interesting. Um, there was uh, this one podcast with, um, 
what is the guy called that you're always listening to in the evening? <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, exactly. <laughs> he had a podcast with uh, DeVolta, uh, something, something DeVolta. She is an ultra uh, marathon and uh, she finished a race um, in hours before the second place and like she's like a really uh, really fit ultra marathon runner and it's um that she started the discussion since women are like what you said men are in general stronger but women in general have a longer endurance uh, than men or like endurance uh, sports or activities are a little bit easier for women if Ultra uh, marathons are the first discipline where women might exceed the performances of men. Um, she started this discussion and uh, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So it is. Yeah. This yeah, is uh, definitely a good suggestion. Yeah. yeah that's to go a good dive yeah, suggestion. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay, you're welcome. Daphne, I think Daphne the I, I have to look Can't it up. It, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we also have yeah. to link it uh, in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Great. So um, where can people find you if they want to know more about uh, you, see more about you and uh, maybe eventually uh, contact you for yeah. uh, some coaching? Well, you can find me uh, on the internet. <laughs> 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 no, you, <laughs> you can find me. I have my own website. It's called www.metmaris.nl. Um, it's all in Dutch, but as you hear, I can speak uh, English. English too. Yep. <laughs> um, if you also want to reach out to me, you can send me an, e- an email by info at metmaris.nl or you can find me on Instagram. Um, well, I'm not that, um, well, I try to be active, but, um, there are, are a lot of people who have more time than me that put a lot on Instagram. So you can definitely find uh, <laughs> them too, but you are there, <laughs> but I am there at, uh, <laughs> at met underscore maris underscore underscore. Or you can find me at Unscared Fitness here in Utrecht. Yes. yes. Yeah, since you're a coach, yeah. yeah. And I also work for Core Academy, and which uh, is a big um, well, institute. And they um, we um, we make sure that more trainers have this pre- and postnatal certification. And they have their own program, which is called Power Mama. So if, you would li- if you're pregnant or postpartum and you like to train in a group setting, you can join this Power Mama trainings. And we are... Uh, Oh, in the Netherlands, in Belgium, yep. and we start um, in Iceland. Ah, really oh. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Then uh, we will anyway, again, link everything in the show notes. So uh, everyone that would like to get in contact with you, um, look down there to uh, see the email address, website and Instagram channels. But if uh, you want to find out more about us, well, we are also on the official channels, Facebook, Instagram, and that's basically it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Patreon, uh, shout out to uh, our Patreon, which uh, are uh, Tim, uh, Tufik, Alex uh, and Malte, new Patreon. Welcome and thank you guys for supporting the show. Um, thank you, Mariska, for being with us today. Thank uh, you for having me. I've learned a lot, I know. Uh, <laughs> I guess you too. And yeah. I hope our listeners and uh, viewers did as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, hopefully that can help a lot uh, of uh, women uh, out there. And To be a little bit goal. less yeah. uh, scared about Yeah, pregnancy. more confident yeah. in uh, yeah. know what you can cannot do. And at least open the discussion yeah. Uh, to, yeah, get some more knowledge and... Uh, in that the, yeah. the, this mass of uh, insecurity, <laughs> yeah, there is, as yeah. I experienced it when I did start researching, it's a uh, yeah, it's a, a broad field. It's a really broad yeah. field, and uh, there are a lot of ca- well, there are a lot of camps. Let's say it like this. Yes, yeah, it yeah. is like, and yeah. you and you can all, if, for example, if you are a runner and you're looking for running and pregnancy, you can find everything between don't run 
um, yeah. in a broad spectrum. And if you're looking for, if you're a runner and you're looking for information that says you can run during pregnancy, you can find it on the internet. Of course. Yeah, yeah of course. It's yeah. like the sketch that uh, you showed me once, if Google would be a person. Um, yeah. where depending on what you're searching, you will always find a certain answer in the internet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Again, thank you very much for your time and uh, we'll see you soon uh, <laughs> while <box>. training. <laughs> <in> CrossFit, <yeah. laughs> okay. Awesome. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.